Hello. Hi. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Welcome to our Magical Movie Review Podcast. Yeah. Remember how we cried last week? I'm just going to cry harder this week. <laughs> I can't wait to cry. I don't want to. Oh. We, well, we already did cry. Hopefully we won't cry again. No, I definitely will. Oh, okay. Okay. Great. Great. So this time we're here to tell you why Up is tyrannical. Cardi B wrote this beautiful song uh, in the year 2021. Um, Ranger. We're talking about the movie Up, not the Cardi B song. Old people make me sad. Very, very sad. Listen, I'm trying to make Cardi B jokes so we don't have to talk about sad Carl. Okay. Once upon a time and I heard that I was ugly. I know every word of that song. Kat sang that in karaoke. No, I sang WAP in karaoke. <laughs> That's even better. But I do also know every word to Up by Cardi B. Oh, man. Cardi B. Well, I have some fun facts. I hope they're not as depressing as this movie. One of them was, but I didn't pick it because it was really depressing. I know we're roasting this, but I actually love this movie. I do, too. It Um, just really makes me cry. Also, this was Amanda's pick. Yeah, Amanda. Our patron, Amanda. Amanda, I'm still your friend. Kat, her sinuses are still clogged from crying, but... Listen, I'm an ugly crier, like Kim K-level ugly crier. Uh, so the villain Charles Muntz has a similar name to Charles Mintz, the Universal Pictures executive who, in 1928, stole the Walt Disney's production rights to his highly successful Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoon series. That is what led Walt Disney to create Mickey Mouse, who obviously soon eclipsed Oswald in popularity. So they just changed one singular letter in the name for the villain. One, that is fascinating. Two, the villain in this film is in fact... The man who backs into Mr. Fredrickson's <laughs> mailbox. Yeah, it's not Charles Muntz. It's, it's not. The, it's that construction it's, man. If that fucking fuckwad just didn't back his truck into Mr. Fredrickson's mailbox, we mm-hmm. would not be here. That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> also, I love Oswald. He's so cute. Yeah. When Carl and Ellie go picnicking, their destination is a spot under the same tree from A Bug's Life. Whoa. I know. Pixar. <laughs> they always be doing that. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. And then this one, both of us noticed during the movie, but all characters are based upon circles and rectangles, except for the villains who are all triangles. Mr. Fredrickson is a square. Mm-hmm. So not only are Carl and Ellie based on squares and circles, but objects around them are also based on those shapes, like their chairs, their picture frames, etc. Their bedside tables, the lamps on their bedside Uh tables. It's so cute. Yeah. And then they both appear in a photograph above the bed and the frame is a circle and a square. It's so cute. I guess I never realized, yeah, like even their like two chairs that they have. I think this one is so cute and I never really realized it, but when Carl and Ellie are children, only Ellie speaks. And when Carl and Ellie are adults, only Carl speaks. 
I mean, I knew that he didn't talk when they were children, but I guess I never like really paid close enough attention to realize that she doesn't talk at all when they're adults. They don't really have any talking parts when they're adults. Well, yeah, I guess she dies. So then yeah, <laughs> she can't fucking talk. She's dead. Well, she doesn't talk for when they're adults. So true. Cause they have no talking parts. Listen, it's a, it's a okay, thank fun you. fact. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, and that's all it. of them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there was one about a, a child dying. Um, and so I won't I, let Kat read it. <laughs> it I don't want to read it. It was really sad. You can fucking look it up yourself. It's, it's like linked in that show notes. It's like the second trivia on IMDb. So <laughs> on the internet movie database or better days if you're nasty. Honestly, I switched up my little tune this week mm-hmm. and I missed the old one. Yeah, bring it back. I will. Okay. Not right now. Great. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) on to the depressing movie. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a Lampy original. Woo! Lampy is destroying the eye in Pixar. (laughs) He said, I want your job. He's shining bright like a diamond. (laughs) We love Lampy. We stand Lampy. (laughs) The Pixar Lampy. Huge Lampy stands. (laughs) Whose name is Lampy. (laughs) I want a Lampy tattoo, but I don't want a tattoo of Lampy. I just want it to say Lampy. (laughs) I just want like a four-year-old in the worst handwriting ever to To write write the word Lampy and I will get it tattooed on me. Who has a child we can borrow? Four year old. (laughs) Someone's gotta have a four year old. I know one of you bitches does. Specifically a four year old. Yes. Cat will get it tattooed on her physical body. I literally will. (laughs) I'm I'm not doing that. Okay, great. (laughs) Yeah, so we see little Carl. Uh he's sitting in a movie theater in like 1892 or something, and he's watching his hero, Charles Muntz, in his Zeppelin airship, which I kept calling a Zephyr, and Kat kept correcting me, but I still kept calling it a Zephyr. (laughs) Stupid. So I looked up what a Zephyr is, and it's like a gust of wind or something like that, so I'm not that far off. Who's the one that went to college? Uh, Me. (laughs) A Zephyr is a soft, gentle breeze. And then I said, oh, I'm going to name my firstborn child Zephyr, so if anybody takes that, I will punch you in the face. Thank beat you so you much. Up. We'll get our I, four-year-old friend who's going to write Lampy to beat your ass. I call <laughs> dibs on Zephyr. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, Charles Muntz has like 900 dogs and yeah. he has a Zeppelin airship. A Zephyr airship. <laughs> he is an adventurer, explorer guy. How do I get that job? You just have to be rich, I think. Yeah. Or like a hot, nerdy professor like Indiana Jones. I'm losing out here. <laughs> Zero out of two. <laughs> Bro, I love is Indiana another- Jones when he's got like his glasses on and he's like professoring. Shut up. I kind of like that better than when he's Indiana Jones. I'm Absolutely. not going to lie. <laughs> the like nerdy professor telling you about all his dusty ass shit that he's, he's found like, in I a cave. Found this spear and the amazon put the glasses on sir and tell me about it i'm taking that class we keep the glasses on (laughs) i'm not even this isn't even in my the glasses and the whip (laughs) nothing else (laughs) i'm paying six hundred dollars for this class just for the professor perfect why are we talking about indiana jones so carl is looking 
at his hero, Charles Muntz, who has a Zeppelin airship and a lot of dogs. And he's an adventurer and he's traveling the world and he finds the monster of Paradise Falls and he has its bones and he brings them back to America And everyone at first is like, wow, this is so great. This is so crazy. We love it. We're going to see it at the museum. Charles, you're so amazing. You found all this cool stuff. And then some asshole. He was a scientist. Indiana Jones. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Is like, this is fabricated. These aren't even real bones. Mm -hmm. And Charles Muntz makes it his life mission to traverse Paradise Falls and try to capture the real monster and bring it back to America. Also, it's in that voice that you know that I love where he's talking like this. Yeah, like old school 1920s radio voice. Fucking hate that shit. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so Carl is just he's just enthralled by this adventure lifestyle and he has his little leather hat and goggles it's so cute he's and wearing like an a like an aviation outfit he also is like again he's a square and he's like a foot tall he's and he's like so cute four maybe five years old he's so tiny and he's playing <laughs> so around in his cute. neighborhood this is clearly before like crime because he's <laughs> able to play outside yeah. unsupervised <laughs> as a four-year-old and he hears somebody else also playing adventurer in an abandoned house Again, please watch your children. What is going on? She says Munz's slogan, which is adventure is out there. So Carl follows the voice inside and he is accosted by a young woman named Ellie. Not accosted. Uh, She is just blabbering on about adventure. And he's so nervous. He can't even talk. It's so (laughs) cute. Well, he can't get a word in edgewise, to be quite honest (laughs) with you. So Ellie is saying that not just anybody can join her club. And then she lets him join her club. And she gives Carl a grape soda cap on a safety pin. And now he's in the club. So Ellie and Carl are now adventure buddies. They're so cute. So when Carl first came into the house, he had a balloon and he... It's his airship. And she scared him so bad he let it go. And so it floated up into the attic. So she's like, okay, well, our first adventure is to get your balloon back. So they go up into this dilapidated ass attic and there's a giant hole in the roof that he has that Carl has to walk over to get to his balloon and she's like this is an adventure you can do it he takes two steps and the board breaks and he falls down and he breaks his arm poor little baby it's so cute Ellie sneaks into Carl's room um to cheer him up because she broke his arm and I was gonna say they're chatting but Ellie is just blabbering on (laughs) to Carl about adventures and she shows Carl her adventure book and she says that she's going to South America to Paradise Falls and she's gonna take her clubhouse there with her and she makes Carl swear that he will take her to Paradise Falls. He has to cross his heart. And he has no choice because Ellie is that bitch. She practically holds him at gunpoint. (laughs) I mean, mean, she's very frightening child, to be quite honest with you. So many years later, Carl and Ellie get married. It's so cute. They buy their clubhouse and they fix it up and they paint it elaborate colors. It's rainbow. It's so cute. (laughs) Happy Pride. Oh, Pride's over. No, no. I mean, when this comes out, yes. But when we're recording this, it's still Pride. Still Pride. Pride. Every day is pride. Every day is pride. Carl sells balloons at the zoo 
And Ellie is a zookeeper. Imagine being able to afford a house um, by selling balloons. And being a zookeeper? It's not now. You could not do that now. How much do you think I could get for a balloon? <laughs> 25 cents. Really? No, I mean, you can charge you five at, bucks for a balloon. Unless you work at Disney, those things are like $20. No, I'm talking about <laughs> a regular my, latex balloon. My hot air, not even floating. <laughs> Just dragging along the ground on a sad little string. <laughs> it's a doggy. It's like a uh, floss. <laughs> so I am going to breeze the fuck through this. Please do so don't cry. So Ellie has a miscarriage and gets very depressed, but she still has her Carl and her dreams of being an explorer and exploration and going to South America. Wrong. Because Ellie dies before they can ever afford to go um, because she is a zookeeper and he sells balloons and they can never afford to go to South America. He buys her plane tickets and when he's going to give them to her. She falls and dies. (laughs) I told you I was going to breeze through it. I literally. Let me breeze through it. When I tell y'all that during this montage, I literally sob. I went through an entire box of tissues watching this movie, like dead serious. It's so depressing. Yeah. I can't think about it. I I don't want to think about it. I don't (laughs) want to think about it. I can't think about it. It hurts. It hurts too much. Anyway, so they're old. Well, Carl's old. Ellie's dead. Stop. (laughs) Um, And Carl gets up in the morning. He's creaky. He's an old man. He takes his acorn stair lift uh, down to his breakfast. TM. (laughs) (laughs) Trademark acorn stair lift. He, remember when those like first came out? It was like a whole new thing. It was so great. Anyway, so Carl cleans his house and he sits on his porch and then he complains about all the construction workers around his house who want to buy his house and turn it into a strip mall. Also, he wears the grape soda pin every single day. Every single day, he wears that little grape soda pin that baby Ellie gave him. Later on, Carl's watching uh, infomercials all alone in his house. Cat, how you doing? The old man is watching infomercials in his house alone. It's just sad. And he hears a knock at the door. He opens it up. It's a wilderness explorer scout named Russell who wants to help. Carl Fredrickson, Mr. Fredrickson, to cross the street to earn um, a badge for assisting the elderly. Could you imagine, like, you just walk around the neighborhood and offer to help people in order to get a badge? Like, he's like, I just want to... Yeah, I was a Girl Scout. It's literally what we did. No, I know. But, like, very specifically, hi, sir, can I um, do something for you because you're old? (laughs) It's so cute. Russell, come on over. Mm -hmm. I'm old. Yeah, me too. Assist me. Please clean the gutters. Thank you. So Carl makes up a story about a bird called a snipe that's been eating his azaleas at night and says that if Russell could catch it, it would be very, very helpful to him. Um, Obviously, as we all know, a snipe is not a real thing. Uh, Carl made it up to get Russell the fuck away from him. (laughs) Yeah, he says it's two blocks away. (laughs) Yeah. So now we've come to our villain. One day, Carl's just trying to enjoy his demise. (laughs) His imminent demise. His infomercials. Just sitting in his house alone. And a construction truck backs into his mailbox that him and Ellie put in the ground and painted their names on together. This is when I get really sad because old people, not even just alone, 
he literally gets so upset because he has like very little left of his ellie i know and then he just wants the man to stop trying to help him and the man is just trying to be nice and help him put the mailbox he told back him to on stop touching his shit and then he hits him with his cane his walker and he makes the man bleed it makes me so depressed because like obviously he didn't mean to hurt him no he that man deserves jail don't touch Mr. Fredrickson's mailbox. So then he gets summoned to court and just the little old man sitting there all by himself waiting to get summoned into court for hitting somebody with his walker. It just makes me really, really sad. I mean, I think you should have murdered the construction worker, to be quite honest with you. I agree. But just his little old man self just sitting Death, there. Jail. Death to the construction worker. Uh, don't touch people's things that don't belong to you and don't destroy their property that's fair so then his sentence is that he gets sent to a retirement facility so the next day they come to take mr frederickson and he asks if he can say goodbye to his house first but instead he unleashes like a million balloons that are um tied to the grate in his chimney and his house lifts up out of its foundation and begins to soar over the city and people are in awe do you think when he goes to the bathroom, it just like falls on the city? He just shits on everybody. But he also doesn't have plumbing. Mr. Fredrickson's shit is just fucking falling out of the sky. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck the patriarchy. Shit on everyone, <laughs> literally. On every- <laughs> Bro, I never thought about that, but fuck yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't have plumbing now. No, the pipes are just open, baby. Open pipes. It's like an airplane, except for it doesn't get frozen. How was he eating? He doesn't have electricity to make food or everything in his fridge is going bad. Maybe he knows it's like the end, you know, he's just trying to get there to die. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Anyways, Mr. Fredrickson has curtains out the windows and ropes controlling where he's headed. So he's thought this through. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) It's a very good plan. Um, He... Sets his course for South America and he's sitting in his chair starting to relax and unwind when he hears a knock at the door. Which like he's up in the sky. Who could possibly be at his door? And he thinks he's hallucinating at first, but then he hears a knock again. So he goes to the door and sweet baby wilderness explorer scout (laughs) russell is back to the wall freaking out um because he was on mr frederickson's porch looking for the snipe and now he's a million feet up in the air yeah the snipe um had a long tail and looked like a large mouse Uh, it was a rat (laughs) yeah (laughs) i thought it was the rat (laughs) i mean bird rat same thing obviously oh russell's so cute he is very cute he's so precious mr frederickson lets russell in the house and he starts cutting the balloon strings in the fireplace so that he can drop in so that they can drop down and he can let russell off the house balloon contraption so he can take a bus back to his mom yeah mr frederickson's a good person he's not gonna kidnap somebody he's gonna let his whole plan go to shit just Mm -hmm. to save 
Russell. But also Russell is very annoying. He won't stop talking. He's also like fucking with the steering system that Carl set up. So uh, Carl ends up turning off his hearing aid while Russell is talking because he's tired of listening to him. I wish I could do that. <laughs> oh, wait, I can. I just ignore. <laughs> Never mind. Continue. <laughs> Russell's talking about cloud types um, and he's talking about how there's going to be a bad storm. And obviously Carl doesn't hear him because he has his hearing aid turned off. And then all of a sudden there's thunder and lightning and hail and it rocks their shit. <laughs> it really, really fucks up the house. <laughs> yeah. Carl Fredrickson is tying all of his shit down and then he like passes out because he's an old man and he just did a lot of work, you know? He falls asleep holding like his <laughs> like vases and stuff. It's so sad. <laughs> So when they wake up, Russell is like, my GPS says we're in South America. We've done it, Mr. Fredrickson. And Carl's like, yeah, whatever, kid, we're going to land so that I can get you to a bus stop. <laughs> so he starts cutting the balloons again. Um, a bunch of them float away and they start to lower down. But then there's a bunch of rock formations that they're almost hitting. And then... Carl and Russell are looking out the window and they hit the ground and then they roll out the window. Mr. Fredrickson is 90 fucking seven. Okay. Like he can't be just rolling out the window. And then he like grabs onto the house by the hose and he's like dragging behind the house while holding onto a hose. <laughs> it's like gravity though. It weighs nothing because it's floating. <laughs> he's still dragging along the freaking rocks and they, dirt they also almost upend over a cliff but uh, mr frederickson is holding the hose and then russell is holding mr frederickson and so they are able to pull the house back and mr frederickson ties the house to his body with by the hose, the hose <laughs> and is like pulling it like a fucking Macy's Day Parade balloon. Gravity is not real in this movie. I'm just saying. Bro, I bet that many balloons can pick up a house. There that, was that hollow ass old ass house. It, there was a thing on IMDb about how many balloons it would actually take to lift it. And it was Nine just million. too much. Yeah. So as they're standing there, it's very foggy and the wind blows some of the fog away and they've made it to Paradise Falls. But it's on the other side of a giant ravine. So <laughs> they've got some walking to do to actually get to where Carl wants to set the house down for Ellie. To die. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going to set the house down there and then he's going to pass away in the house and just rot. And just yeah. rot away. Fuck yeah. Perfect. We cut to some doggies uh, with high tech collars and they are chasing a giant colorful bird but the bird gets away and then we're back to Carl and Russell and they are traversing the South American jungle and Russell has to poop <laughs> so this is a poop filled episode we're just gonna talk about poop so much poop <laughs> so he goes into the woods to do his thing and he's and telling Mr. Fredrickson about it the whole time he's, he's like doing do it. I dig the hole <laughs> first <laughs> or after it's a valid question and then he goes oh it's before <laughs> yeah because if he did it they show him like with a pack of dirt you that's like above like, ground <laughs> yeah it's literally his poop also if you pooped and then you dug the hole then you have to get your poop into the hole you know what i mean yeah man that's that was what he was saying i think he just covered it with the dirt instead of digging a hole he just put some dirt on top oh, of it that's so good <laughs> so after russell 
takes a shit and covers it up with some dirt. <laughs> he sees that there's some <laughs> bird tracks and he's like, oh my God, it's the snipe. Because, you know, it, there was one in whatever giant city they were in. There's obviously one also in this jungle in South America. And so he starts following the tracks and he finds a giant freaking rainbow bird that Happy just pride. yells. <laughs> and he says, it's the snipe. So, of course, Russell brings the bird back to Carl and Carl's like yeah snipes aren't real but then there is also a giant bird there so it is something yeah the bird just wants Russell's chocolate mm-hmm. that's in his pocket um, because a wilderness explorer always has chocolate you know always. what I'm saying and the bird thinks Russell is their baby and the bird keeps picking him up and cradling him and rubbing their face on him. I think the bird just wants chocolate. Maybe that's it. Um, yeah. So Russell names the bird Kevin. Kevin. The best name mm-hmm. for a bird, if you mm-hmm. ask me. I think so. I mean, I don't like birds, but you know. So they're walking around. It's pretty foggy. And Carl and Russell hear a voice that says, hey, are you okay over there? And Carl is like, oh my God, a person. Hey, hi, hello. And they start walking towards the voice. And then the voice says that it can smell them. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah. And Carl is like, okay, bet. I'm sure they don't Um, smell great after being in that freaking house where there's no plumbing. Well, Mr. Fredrickson smells like prunes, according to the dog. And Russell smells like shit because he just took a giant (laughs) dump in the woods (laughs) and didn't cover it up all the way. Probably didn't wipe well as a seven-year-old. <laughs> so then they think they see a the silhouette of a person, but it's not. It's just rock. <laughs> and then they see a dog and they think that maybe the dog belongs to the voice. But then the dog starts talking because the dog can talk. Yeah. So the dog doesn't belong to the voice. The voice belongs to the dog. Exactly. (laughs) And the dog's name is Doug Mm -hmm. and he loves you. He said, I just met you and I love you. (laughs) And then he says, squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, honestly, like Doug makes up for Ellie fucking dying. That's fair. One of the facts on IMDb was that in German, they changed the squirrel part to a cat because the German world word for cat is way shorter than the German word for squirrel. It was like 17 letters for squirrel. Squirrel is one of those words that is one syllable, but is like 400 letters. Yeah, and the German word for it was really long. And the German word... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to include it, but I didn't want it. to say it, so I didn't. <laughs> so Doug lets them know that he is on a special mission to find the giant bird. And then he finds the giant bird, Kevin, who is following Russell. And then because... Russell is following Mr. Fredrickson and Kevin is following Russell. Doug starts to follow Kevin, who's following Russell, who's following Mr. Carl Fredrickson. And Carl doesn't want none of this. Carl just, he he's kind of stuck with Russell. He had kidnapped him, but he's sick of the bird and the dog. He just wanted to go to the falls to die on his own. I know. Now he's got fucking 10 friends with him. <laughs> so the other dogs, they like FaceTime Doug's collar. <laughs> And Doug is like, I have the bird. He's my prisoner. Just follow my location and we'll we'll get this bird. Also, the alpha dog, his collar got jacked up and his voice is really high pitched and squeaky. And it's really funny, actually. And all the other dogs are making fun of him. 
but he's the alpha. So they're like also kind of scared of him at the same time. It's really good. So that night, Russell is trying to build a tent and he builds it wrong and it flies away. And Russell is really sad. And Mr. Fredrickson is fucking fed up with everything. And Russell tells Mr. Fredrickson that he's never built a tent. And Carl is like, what, your dad didn't ever show you how to build a tent in your little scout thing or whatever? And Russell basically says, well, whenever I call my dad, my stepmom answers and tells me to fuck off. It's so sad. In not so many words. Yeah. (laughs) Her name is Phyllis. Phyllis can fuck off. Phyllis is also a villain. Yeah. In this film. Phyllis, you can choke. We don't like Phyllis. Um, Russell's dad's girlfriend, Phyllis. We'll you're being flight. watched. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking suck. You're on our, our list of Disney villains that aren't actually villains that are absolutely villains. Yeah, Phyllis, <laughs> Russell's dad's girlfriend. You're fucked. Yeah. Mr. Fredrickson is like this poor child and his divorced parents and his dad doesn't want anything to do with him. It's really sad. So in the morning, Kevin leaves. <laughs> sad and doug says that kevin is going to feed her babies uh so yeah kevin is a mother she's a mother she's a mother the other dogs find doug and the dogs kidnap carl and russell and take them to their master and they call them the small mailman and the one who smells like prunes yeah (laughs) so apparently these dogs their master is charles munz Who'd have fucking thunk? Never would have guessed. Uh, Charles Muntz is approximately 143. Yeah, for real, because he was like older when Carl was a child. So how old is he now? I was thinking that we were watching it. Fucking decrepit. Bro. I mean, let's all go to South America, am I, I right? Yes. Paradise Falls is where it's at. <laughs> it's the fountain. It's the actual fountain of youth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Carl Fredrickson is gooped and gagged. Like, this is his hero. Mm-hmm. And Charles is like, oh, this has been a big misunderstanding. My dogs thought you were trying to find the bird and take it for yourself like many others have tried. You're just a fan out here trying to bring your house on balloons to die. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come over for dinner, you and the kid? The dog chef is killing it. Doug gets put in the cone of shame. Yeah. Sad. Very sad. (laughs) So they all go into this huge cave where his Zeppelin balloon is parked. Carl parks his house next to it. Parks his house. (laughs) (laughs) And they all go up into the airship and they have a lovely dinner. There's dogs serving champagne and they just (laughs) pour it (laughs) into the glasses and then drop the rest of the bottle bro that got me so good we were crying laughing it they was like so good they sloppily fill up the cups <laughs> and then just, and then just let it go throw the fucking bottle on the ground they're also like <laughs> serving the humans dinner it's so weird oh, man <laughs> So Charles tells Carl that he's still looking for that bird that Indiana Jones told him he was lying about (laughs) 45 years ago. And Russell says that the bird skeleton looks like Kevin and that Kevin loves chocolate. Russell, 
Shut the fuck up, bro. Read the room. <laughs> so Carl, wanting to protect Russell, says that, oh, we, yeah, the bird, we saw it, but it ran off. And then Charles gets really scary. And he's like, I will fucking kill anybody who tries <laughs> to find my fucking bird. Yeah, he literally threatens, like, to kill them pretty much. It's he has, really like, scary. a bunch of helmets and hats of people who have tried to find the bird that he's fucking yeeted off of this plane. Yep. It's horrifying, honestly. Charles Muntz is a murderer. A murderer. Listen, Kevin is back on top of the house. I don't think Kevin ever left. Yelping at the top of her lungs. (laughs) And Charles sees the bird and six the dogs on Kevin. Yeah, so now Carl and Russell are running away from these bajillion dogs. They gotta save Kevin. They have to save Kevin. They get Kevin to run away with them and they're on Kevin's back while dragging the house behind them with the hose. Kevin is a strong lady, okay? She's absolutely killing it. At one point, Doug helps them by causing an avalanche of rocks to fall on the dogs. That's a little depressing. The dogs are just doing their job. They don't know any better. We don't have to kill 95 dogs with rocks. He has 200 more, but I mean, still, that's just sad. And... Russell falls off of Kevin as they're running and he's just dangling behind them as they're running. He almost falls off a cliff and Kevin gets hurt while they're running away. Kevin breaks her fucking leg out here. She like snaps her poor little thin ankles. (laughs) Snaps her little bird leg. It's really sad. And so Russell, you know, being a wilderness explorer, he wraps her leg for her and her babies are crying out in the distance for mom because they're hungry and she tries to get up to get to them and she keeps falling over and cue me crying again because it's so depressing this poor hurt bird i don't even like birds and it just makes me (laughs) depressed so they stick her up on the porch of the house and they're dragging the house behind them because carl agreed to help russell help kevin get to her babies also at this point the balloons are deflating and mr frederickson's house is like a foot <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, like, like maybe. the house is barely floating anymore. It's barely making it. So Russell is talking to Mr. Fredrickson and he says that his dad used to take him to scout meetings and then they would go get ice cream and they would sit on the curb and they would count blue cars and red cars to see who won, who got the most cars. It's so sad. <laughs> and then... Mr. Fredrickson is like super depressed because he's like, damn, this kid's life is so sad. And Russell says that that's his favorite corner where they used to sit and count cars. He's wise beyond his years. He's like, it's the little things. It's so sad. So Kevin hears her babies and starts to limp towards them. But then Charles fucking Munz comes up in his Zeppelin and he captures Kevin and he sets Carl's fucking house on fire. What a fucking asshole. He tracked them with the tracker that's in Doug's collar. And I cannot believe he set his house on fire. Charles, you can fucking choke. Truly. You're the worst. So Carl obviously saves his house uh, because it means so much to him. And Muntz 
uses that distraction to take Kevin. And then Russell is really sad and also really angry at Carl for saving the house and not Kevin and letting months get away with Kevin. Carl starts yelling at them. And this is another point where I get really sad because old people just make me sad because he's just really frustrated. And he doesn't mean to take it out on the freaking dog and the child, but he does <laughs> anyway. And he yells at them and tells him that he doesn't want anything to do with them. And he's not Doug's master. And he calls Doug a bad boy he calls him a bad dog <laughs> he says bad dog bad dog it's so sad and then he says that he's going to make it to the falls even if it kills him well like you said there's no food in the in the house so. yeah he hasn't eaten in seven days <laughs> he has literally been drinking his own piss he like he's chocolate barely making it <laughs> So at this point, the house is scraping the fucking ground, but Carl manages to pull the house the rest of the way to Paradise Falls. When they get there, Russell throws his wilderness explorer sash on the ground in disgust and says, I am going to find Kevin, you grumpy old fart. So Carl goes into his house and he looks at his and Ellie's adventure book and he gets to the page where it says things I'm going to do, right? Uh, and it's the, she was going to fill it with like shit from South America and Paradise Falls. But before she croaked, she filled it with all of her and Carl's loving memories together. Kat, you can do this. I believe in you. I'm literally going to cry. <laughs> um, and then on the last page, Ellie thanks Carl for her adventure. Stop it. And she wants him to go find a new one. So sad. I don't quite think this is what she meant, but Carl Fredrickson realizes he's got to go save that stupid fucking bird and help the five-year-old earn his Wilderness Explorer badge. That's his new adventure. And fight a grumpy old man with 10,000 dogs. Old people make me sad. Don't think about it. I'm already crying. Get like me. Don't think about I'm it. I'm already crying. So Mr. Fredrickson goes to find Russell and Russell has tied himself to a bunch of balloons and is propelling himself with a leaf blower. <laughs> He's a smart Hopefully kid. that doesn't run out of gas. He's a smart kid. Um, and Mr. Fredrickson has to throw everything out of his house to get the house off the ground to follow Russell and assist on his mission of saving Kevin. He throws out he and Ellie's matching mismatched chairs. He throws out everything. It's the house so empty because so he's got to get a tough load again. So Carl is back up in the air in his flying house and uh, Doug is on the porch. Carl lets him inside to help. And he's like, of course you can come in. I am your master after all. And Doug is very excited to have a new master. And he calls him a good boy. Because he is a good boy. He is a good boy. <laughs> so Russell makes it back to the airship. Uh, using his leaf blower with his leaf blower he makes it through a window but of course the dogs catch him immediately and charles munz puts russell on a chair and then opens up the ramp of the airship and just just gonna send russell down to his death like you think this man is already really bad he was literally about to send a like seven-year-old flying out of an airship he wasn't about to he he did he just opened it up and was what like... What a trash can. He is a trash can. Horrible person. Carl gets the house close to the ramp so that he can 
save Russell. And he, he leaves Russell in the house tied up so that Russell doesn't get in the way. <laughs> yeah, because Carl is going to save Kevin. Mm-hmm. So Carl and Doug use an air vent to sneak in to where Kevin is. There's dogs guarding Kevin everywhere. He's in a little cage. It's very sad. And Carl takes one of the tennis balls off the bottom of his walker and throws it so all the dogs will chase it. And then he locks all of them out of the room. I mean, what a genius. Dogs are going to do what dogs are going to do. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Russell uh, doesn't know how to listen to anything and he tries to jump in his chair that he's tied to still from the porch of the house to the airship. And instead he just manages to catch onto the hose that's holding the house to the airship and the house starts to fly away from the airship. And so it's no longer close by or tied to it for Carl and Doug to get back. And while that's happening, Charles is trying to sword fight Carl (laughs) with the swords in his little airship museum. Mm Mm-hmm. Doug bites Charles's leg because Doug is a good boy. Mm-hmm. Also, how is he not just like dust when Doug bites? It's just literal <laughs> He's dust. He's a thousand years old. Truly. So months is about to slice Carl in half and Doug has made it to the steering room of the ship and (laughs) I don't know what it's called the cockpit okay that (laughs) and and so Doug hits the steering wheel and sends everyone flying so that Munz doesn't kill Carl so Carl and Kevin climb back outside the ship and the ship is still turning because Doug is moving the steering wheel is that what it's called yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah the, the steering, steering wheel, wheel. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um and they are trying to get back to the house but the house has like hit the ship so now that the house is like on the airship yeah because the house is like tiny compared mm-hmm. to the airship mm-hmm. and all the other dogs including the alpha end up chasing after Doug in the cockpit and Doug manages to get the comb of shame on the alpha but his head is stuck in the wheel of the airship so he can't move because the he can't get out from between the bars of the steering wheel and his voice changer breaks again and he has the silly voice and so everyone's laughing at him everyone being the the other dogs (laughs) and now Doug gets called the alpha because he you know defeated the alpha and and his voice doesn't sound squeaky and funny. So now Doug is the alpha of all the other doggies. Yay! So Russell gets back into the house and he scoops up Kevin, Doug, and Carl. Um, but Charles, who can't fucking die apparently, <laughs> shoots the balloons. And Carl is trying to hold the house on the side of the airship while Charles is breaking into the house. Carl tells Russell to grab on to Kevin and then Carl holds up a piece of chocolate and then Kevin bolts out of the window of the house with Doug and Russell and the house slides off the side of the airship and Charles, he's still in it. Mm -hmm. He did. And the balloons, they're not holding the house up anymore. Um, But Charles lived a a long, beautiful life. Mm -hmm of 9,000 years Mm -hmm. and he sucked. Yeah. He was terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Fell to his death. Just to fall out of the sky in a house that didn't belong to him. That sucks. So Kevin and Doug 
And Carl and Russell own the airship now <laughs> and all the dogs inside of it. Yeah, Doug's the alpha now. They're they're his bitches. So they drop Kevin off with her babies. All she's ever wanted, her children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they're happy. And Carl and Russell and Doug return to Ohio or wherever the fuck they came from. <laughs> um, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with Ohio. I don't know. It just feels like Americana for some reason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Russell is at his scout pinning his his wilderness badge. explorer promotion badge ceremony badge ceremony mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and russell's father did not show what a piece of shit i'll kill him and phyllis him and phyllis are they're dead fucking dead to me mr frederickson gives his grape soda pin to russell it's his new badge russell is now a senior wilderness explorer scout and to celebrate carl and russell go sit on the curb and eat ice cream and play the car game yay cue me crying again <laughs> and then mr frederickson gets hit by a car no Shut i'm just up. kidding no it ends <laughs> With the clouds parting on Paradise Falls and the house landed right next to the balls where Ellie wanted it. Yeah, Ellie is like the spirit of the house and she landed her shit right where she wanted it. It's so cute. She said, I am this house and... This is where I shall be. It's so cute. That house got its shit rocked, though. It had no more windows. It got beat the fuck up by some rocks and some dogs. There's no more furniture in it. It got burnt. It's fine. She's been through it. It's fine. Would you like to go first? I think I will go first, Kat. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I gave up an 8 out of 10. Mm -hmm. I do love this movie. Every fucking time I watch it, I sob uncontrollably. Mm -hmm. So I hate that part. Mm -hmm. And old people do make me really sad. But it's very colorful and I am a five-year-old. It is my (laughs) number 43. It's going to be below Alice in Wonderland and above The Stupid Little Mermaid. Oh, well, I was going to say we're very similar except for that comment. (laughs) But I, too, gave up an 8 out of 10. I love the music score for this movie. Um, I worked on Main Street for three years and the... Um, my god did you work on main street the main song from this movie is in the main street background music loop so you had to hear it every day and it just used to make me really sad because i would think about sad old people but i do agree the colors are gorgeous the storyline itself is really nice except for the parts that make me sob um but mine is sitting at number 41 so it is under cinderella and above fantasia so a lot of dogs too and you know what I was just thinking about? Why are all the dog? Why do they have male voices? They're not. They couldn't have all been guys because they had to have more babies. There was two thousand of them. Whoa, you're so right. So not only is Charles Munson an asshole, he's also sexist. Yeah, but how would they make more dogs? They're very clearly inbred. They all looked exactly. Yeah, but the there's same. no women. Cat. That's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying. He just gave them all male voices. They definitely weren't all boys. Oh, I get what you're saying. So he's sexist. That's true. Which, I mean, is not I shocking. He named them all and knew all their na- Anyway. No, I sincerely doubt it. <laughs> I can't speculate. There's no way. Um, are you ready to guess? <gasps> oh my God, yes. I'm so excited. Kat, I really, I really need some joy in my life. Uh-huh. I need some good music. I need some good fight scenes and some sexy men and oh. some sexier ladies. Oh. We need to celebrate the victory of an icon here. 
we've already celebrated it over on Patreon, but I think we need to celebrate it over here on the main tragical feed. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm so hot. My brain is literally melted out <laughs> of my ears. We are melting in my room right now. It's 90 degrees. Is it live action or is it? It is live action. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm stressed. Um, somebody just had a, a big victory and we got to celebrate it with him oh oh um pirates of the caribbean 2 <laughs> yeah. i don't remember the name of that one world's end dead man's chest oh world's end is third yeah nice oh such a good movie such a good second man. one is a really good one i know i like the squid man mr dave oh, i'm so excited Keira knightley oh my god Keira knightley heart. in this one no Keira knightley in the third one is really Orlando good but Bloom and a little sappy in this one. Oh yeah but that's but okay it's okay Oh my God, that's a good one. Norrington, King of My Your Heart. Your man. <laughs> Johnny fucking Depp. I'm king so of, excited. King of everybody's heart. Hell yeah. And a jar of dirt. A jar of dirt. I'm so Get excited. Get fucking excited. I love these movies so much. Another sequel. I'm picking the sequels. <gasps> I know. Look at you go. Thank you. I'm just not original. No, I'm just kidding. I just love this movie. It's a good one. Anyway, um, all of our socials are linked below. And if you want to join us on Patreon, we do recaps of pilot episodes of Disney shows. And we also do the same thing we do here with Disney movies, but we do non-Disney movies. Um, mm -hmm. That all of our patrons pick. We just did Sweeney Todd. Mm -hmm. That was a funny one. It's good. Twilight's a good one. We've done four Harry Potters. We got to we gotta pick back up on the Harry Potters. I know. Trolls. Beetlejuice. We've done movies. <laughs> <laughs> Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Okay, listen. You have to listen to that episode because it is truly the best pay the five dollars listen to barb and star go to vista del mar cancel your subscription Perfect. please do it because <laughs> that is the funniest fucking movie it ever is. and we we all need to talk about it together mm -hmm. five dollars a month we're going to be adding some new tiers soon mm -hmm. yeah, so that's linked in the show notes thank you for listening we love you and goodbye bye these opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams, which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. I also don't just cry, I sob. Like I full body sob and my eyes get really puffy and I can't see the next day and my sinuses get clogged. It's just You're not what? a good time. <laughs> my sinuses get <laughs> clogged. Are you drunk? No. I told you not to drink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm drunk on boba. Oh yeah. Uh, we're having boba. Also, I found sweet Thai chili, like veggie straws, but they're, they are, um, cylindrical. No, what's that called? They look like rectangles, um, but 3D. What's that called? Why can't I think of it? They're like not even rectangles, like almost diamond par parallelogram. What? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, they're like veggie straw shaped, but bigger and they're called O tubes. No, it's O exclamation point tube. You got to say it right. It's O tube. But actually straight up, they're not tubes because no. tubes are round i guess tubes could be square i don't know 
Yeah, when I think of a tube, but they're also called O tube, so you would think they would be round because it's an O. They're fucking with us. Mm-hmm. Orion Brand Foods is fucking with us. I think so. <laughs> anyway, How did we get here? <laughs> Count my fun facts. Cat has fun facts that are hopefully not depressing. <laughs> no, they're not. Mr. Frederick's Grins. <laughs> Who? I'm not even drunk. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize, yeah, like even they're like two chairs that they have it's so cool i wonder how they came up with that concept kindergarten yeah yeah (laughs) geometry the the orion company who made my potato chips they weren't there for that meeting (laughs) they missed that part (laughs) they got the concept but they just didn't execute it very well because my o-tubes are fucking square square as hell this isn't even in my my (laughs) what's it called what's that called your course like program oh <laughs> your glasses <laughs> yeah but there's like a name for it i didn't I go to, to college. college like 10 years ago <laughs> i dropped out i don't remember what it's called it's like your um yeah there's a name for it i'll mm-hmm. never think of it mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is a wilderness explorer scout and his name is russell and he wants to help carl Fredrickson, mr Fredrickson. <laughs> i cannot say Fredrickson. i should i lost my place so after Poop. <laughs> Where's poop in my notes? Tragical. <laughs>